if I'm talking like this, there it is. Like, I see it. Mm-hmm. Read. I'm talking like this and I see it. I'm always quiet. Should I... Should I... Mm. Is it is it the wavelength of my voice? Here, I'm going to try another hole. Is this better? Is it... Am I reading a little harder? I mean, it looks I guess like I just, it. Okay, you go. I mean, if I... I think I just have a really resonant what have you. I think that is the case. And this is just it. It's fine. It's fine. I've always been quieter on this podcast. That's just how it is. You just spiked right there. Blah! (laughs) Blah! Okay, you ready? Is it recording? Yeah, we're recording. Mm. What? Is that Kyle? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Kyle's here. What's, what's going, going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? I mean, Kyle Abraham is about to walk in. Literally just arrived. You probably heard the new doorbell at the new apartment. Yeah, here we are. Oh, there it is. He's wow. ringing again. Is it, or do I just have to hit that and no, make it stop? No, it, it won't open the door. I actually hope uh, it's a delivery man so that we have a few minutes to talk. That you want to just have a well. well I, I don't want to want to bore Kyle with like you know. I know. Well, we might have to pause when Kyle walks in to be like, Kyle, hi, because we're like attached to my phone right now with microphones. Like octopi. Yeah, so we can't like shuffle over there and both hug him and like people. Has, like, has Jeremy ever met Kyle Abraham after his show at the kitchen? Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy would have met. What a Kyle. nice way to answer the door and have it be Jeremy's face. That's true. Maybe Jeremy will just take him out to the patio. And be it's like, it's much nicer than opening to you or I. Do you think? Oh, yeah. I'd rather Why? open the door on Jeremy's face. Than our face? I guess because, like, I'm familiar with us. Right. We have a familiar face. Is it Kyle? Yes. Okay, we're going to pause. Okay, camera A. That me? And that's you. Nice. Okay. So say, hi, I'm Kyle Abraham. Hi, I'm Kyle Abraham. Uh-huh. And Reed? Hi, I'm Reed Bart. It's working. It's working? Do you think it's working enough? Should we listen to it quickly? <laughs> okay, so we're here. Wait, what's that? Why is it recording in red now? Jeremy, it's really bright red like cranberry. Here we are. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I well, choked myself. I got so excited. You, well, I mean, also, yeah. you'd have to, like, you'll have to, like, cough and burp and, like, do the whole stuff. Okay, really quickly. Okay. There's a couple things we have to talk about. Okay. I want to immediately talk about... Here's the thing. And I talked about this on James's podcast. Alex podcast? Here's the thing. No. Oh. Can you imagine? Well, I was on Alex's podcast, but... You were not. Yeah, I was. No, you weren't. Yeah. It was in the last one. That's a lie. It just doesn't come out yet. I saw him the other day. Uh-huh. And then when I left, I thought, I should have I should have said something about Jack. Well, I did do two movies with him. And the last time I saw him, he did pay for my coffee. I ran into him in like... he was like, I'm sad for I you. You make dance. suit in someone's apartment vestibule. Uh-huh. And I like ran Wait, past... you were shopping for someone's no, bathing suit? No, I was dropping off a custom-made bathing suit for Fierce. someone. And I walked past these this beautiful, very pregnant woman. Hilaria. And, <laughs> hilarious. And a man. <laughs> and then... Alex. And he... Stepped back and to let looked, you up, through. looked up from his phone and apologized. He was like, I hate when people do that. I'm so sorry. Like, Isn't her, he wonderful? And I was like, it's okay. Ugh. And then I like, walked back and I walked past. And then I didn't say anything. Isn't he wonderful? He's gorgeous, more gorgeous in real life. I than, mean, he's so 
stunning and and wonderful. And I know he has rage issues and has called people faggots, but like uh, I, me too. Do you know what I mean? But I think he loves the gays anyway. I love him. She loves the gays. <laughs> with the, in the second movie, I, the second the second and last movie I did with him that he directed that never came out, but somehow I found he directed finally, it. Yeah, and it was when he was divorced. Him and Kim were in the divorce, oh, and so it was like, oh, honey. And his like trainer was there every day, and he was like taking like powders of like go-go juice you know and he was just always like doing push-ups and this and that but somehow like we were on the phone when I got the part I don't know how this happened you and he yes he uh, I didn't audition for it he was like I want you to come and do this part I'd been I'd been in strangers so like strangers was actually like a thing at that moment I guess that's still a thing if people have a dvd player um you can watch it on your internet cool I should do it sometime anyhow (laughs) And uh, he was like, I wrote, he wrote, it was adapted of The Devil and Daniel Webster. And it was with him, Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and then I played his assistant. And all my scenes were with Kim Cattrall, who's heaven. Anyhow, he was like, I, I pictured it being like um, a Naomi Campbell kind of actor, but I think you'll be funnier if you do it like that. And I was like... A supermodel. Like a fierce black woman? What are you asking me here? I just saw her in her movie yesterday. Naomi Campbell? I Feel Pretty, the Amy Schumer movie. Naomi Campbell's in it? Yeah. Oh, does she throw a cell phone? No, but she gets eyes. I don't want to see it. I mean, I'm living for the memes that have just come... Like, they've sort of, like, re... They've, like, come back again where Naomi Campbell's like, I hope I'm remembered for being a fierce bitch. Like, it's really... Someone's like, are you worried that you'll be remembered as, like, a, a bitch or something? She goes, I hope I am. Good for her. Good for her. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyhow, that was... And we did this movie, and it was a big... Why are we talking about this? You brought up Alec Baldwin. I'm sorry. Go back. Because I was on this podcast. You were not. You'll here's see. the thing. You said, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Sorry, Kyle. If our guest you, is here. Our we're guest is him. here. Well, we're not ignoring. <laughs> we just have to do a quick intro catch-up. If you order a fancy coffee drink... You have to tip. I was just getting us coffees, and this girl ordered. She's like, "Could I get a large cappuccino?" And he's like, "Sure." And then she goes, "With almond milk," and he's like, "Okay." And you know, it's like five dollars because it's like a cap- it's like a cappuccino with almond milk. And then I watched her pay for it, and not even put like, oh, it was five fifty. She didn't put the two quarters into the tip jar. I was like... She paid cash? She paid cash. She paid five fifty exactly, and then that was that. And I was like, you have to tip for that. But I felt so enraged, but I didn't know how to confront her, and I was... I felt codependent to say something to her, but I couldn't let her get away with it. So I said, you know what? My order's just going to be coffees, so why don't you just let me go first, because I'm actually going to tip. And wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. I said this to the barista, and I said, you know what? I'll also tip for her, because she clearly doesn't know how While this works. While she was still there. Yeah. <laughs> she had nothing to say. I was just like... And then I gave her the look of, ex- like, I wish you were dead. Wow. Is the look I gave her. Was she, a young, was she young? Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, she, I was so disgusted by her that, like, she turned into, like, paste, you know? Where I was wow. just like, you're hideous. And I, I went, you know, some people just don't get it. And he goes, well, some people haven't worked behind the counter. And I was like, she clearly hasn't. This is crazy. Is it? A I mean, bit. I just think you got a tip. If you want to order your fancy 550, what have you, 
I, then you have another dollar Maybe in there, she honey. she was from Europe. <laughs> no, she didn't have that kind of accent. <laughs> it wasn't like me when I talked to a French person, even. It was like a fake accent. <laughs> she was a flat-out American, just like living her girl's life, whatever. Mm. And, you know, it grosses me out. All right. Okay, that's my story. Okay. Tell me about the festival and San Francisco, in terms of at least what you can say. I went. <laughs> Kyle, did you know that the San Francisco Ballet has a big festival right now? I don't know. About this. But no, but I know that, like, I know Justin did a piece recently. Yes. And Francisco. Dwight did a piece recently. Yes. But I didn't know this was a festival. Dwight. Oh, it's this Justin, huge festival called Unbound. Trey McIntyre, oh. Stanton Welsh, Annabelle Lopez Ochoa, Kathy Marsden. Um, Just picture the experimental. Sure, yes. Edward Liang. Um, I, there's twelve. I only okay. named seven. Wait, who's 12. that guy from the UK? Stanton Welsh? No. no, he's Australian. And who's that guy? We read his bio once just for Reed. laughs. Oh, David Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> She's got the longest bio you can read, honey. It's oh, good. Nice. Really, it's it's bio that includes words like preeminent. You know, oh. so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just letting you have it on the yeah. point shoe, honey. <laughs> Did it say hails from? Because who, <sighs> who doesn't love that? Who doesn't know it's from? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's stuff like he's super important, yada, yada, and yada. And he said, been nominated for a, or won a Benoit de la Danse. Oh. And then it said, in parentheses, oh, the yeah. Oscars of ballet. Oh. Can you? <laughs> In case you didn't know, I'm <laughs> yes. the, Oscars. Yeah. the Oscars of ballet. So you saw the. Fa- Did you see all the dances? Every single one. Wow. Yeah. Was, is Justin's was your favorite? I really. I'm not sure. Yeah, Justin's was mm-hmm. my favorite. And I liked. I actually liked the ones we designed. I liked Trey's and I liked Justin's. Uh-huh. And I really was excited about Arthur Pita's because it was like not a ballet. Yeah, it's kind of, that'd be crazy a little bit. Yeah, it was just like a theatrical event. Who's directing the things James is doing exactly. at the choice in November? It was, so I'll just like, I'll just talk you through Arthur's really fast to understand what it was. Oh, okay. So, You're going to talk about when you liked. Yeah, yeah the curtain opens. Safer. There's all these like, <laughs> like weird like iridescent tinsel Dr. Seuss trees hanging in rows mm-hmm. and then um, the floor is silver. And the, any light that hits it bounces up and turns the ceiling of the opera house into an aquarium. Nice. Craziness. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then the backdrop is lit all these really fun colors. Like weird, it changes throughout the dance. Mm-hmm. But people start coming out in these really sexy unitards by Marco Marco, who's like that sex lingerie designer. Marco Marco Polo Polo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like James and Dan have walked in Marco Marco fashion shows. Okay, fierce. Yeah. Okay. So weird unitards with masks mm-hmm. and like Masha, this like famous ballerina in the company, comes mm-hmm. out as like a silver tinsel pom pom, and she just like vogues around with pink socks. And then great. Like, so there's lots of costume changes, mm-hmm. and then like Doris comes out on a pink platform that all these men are holding, and is like mm-hmm. voguing around in point shoes. Right. And then at some point, like Masha's out in her pom pom, and all the trees fall. Yeah. From high know. up and land on their bases, and they're uh-huh. just like clack, Amazing. and they stay standing. Because wow. it's like the the physics of them and magnets maybe no magnets <laughs> and um, uh, so there's just and like what was that? dancing around on point masks Love. crazy Great. costumes colors How they get to see a it? weird fisherman who fishes like 
some object out of the pit at one point. Uh-huh. It was good. And you what know, was like, the... Uh, this was the Bjork one? All, it was called Bjork Ballet. Uh-huh. It was all Bjork songs. Oh, she nice. doesn't let her music get licensed for dance, but mm-hmm. Helgi is from Iceland, and mm-hmm. so he wrote a personal letter to her family, and blah, blah, Which blah. songs? Like, all of them. <laughs> Every single Bjork it song. Which, it, which, was, like, it was real long. Yeah, yeah. which lineage of Bjork are you thinking? All like, the ones that were like recent discography. <laughs> that's like that. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope they're from Vespertine. That one's really good. Oh, so good. I love Medulla. that one. I yeah, I saw her in concert when Anoni was just starting to sing with her. Anoni got mm. me in the front ticket because we knew her and. It was incredible. When she did Army of Me, she did it. Oh, it was amazing. I don't want to talk about it right now, but it was great. <laughs> um, and so Arthur, Pita, Justin Peck, Trey McIntyre, that's what you loved. Those are and the things I was And you can't say in. what you hated. Uh, no, I shouldn't. Because, we don't like, really do that on tried, this. Everybody yeah. tried. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody, everybody made an effort. There's just yeah. things I didn't like that the audience loved. So like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I, I did have a moment in San Francisco of feeling like, wow, we're really like, New York is a very specific dance place. And like, what I believe in is not what other people believe in. And that's mm-hmm. totally fair. I know. I believe that you should tip if you get a fancy <laughs> drink that someone has to hold a hot steaming tin of like almond milk to make right. it like the perfect froth for you. That is harder than getting you a beer, and you yeah. tip a dollar for that. I could say there are th- good things uh-huh. I could say about everybody's piece almost. Like Stanley right. Welsh made a piece that really showed off the classical gifts of the dancers. It was astonishing. Like those dancers are amazing, and he really like exploited that. And so that was exciting. I was like, cool. well, that's fun. Cool. And uh, Annabelle Lopez Ochoa made like, we, like she had them doing like kind of Spanishy like arm dances because mm-hmm. it was about that Picasso Guernica painting like bulls and that was fun for some some of it. I can't. I mean, I just can't wait. But it was like a fun. It was a fun piece about it, Guernica. I mean, no. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, kind look, of... you guys, Annabelle, if you listen to this podcast. I'm going to do a fair criticism of your piece for the next one second, but don't worry. Mm-hmm. I don't think she, she didn't venture into like the camp um, possibilities inside of it, which mm-hmm. were really the like what could have made it great mm-hmm. because it looked like a weird Las Vegas, like showgirls moment mm-hmm. with like people in corsets and horns. Right, and I mean, I was getting like, like Madonna's I, last, yeah. like what so have you, like, which have those men and those horns in the like, cape. This mm-hmm. might be amazing, mm-hmm. and then it and then it took itself seriously, mm-hmm. and I was like, oops. But she was like, no, it's political. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know I drew you in with those corsets, but listen, honey, it's about Guernica. It didn't lack skill, and you know what? Like I have my own ideas about dance, and like, uh huh. Here, which, yeah, you're and if I ever see any of our listeners on the street and you want me to tell you what I really thought about all of it, I'm happy to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I cannot do it on this podcast. No, well, we <laughs> don't. I mean, that's the thing is we don't do it unless it's something that's so like, how did that happen? Those are the only times when I, it's like we have to, when I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and I understand like in putting together a festival of 12 new pieces that Helgi is somewhat beholden to the people that he's given opportunities to in the past, you know, so like... Well, and all of those choreographers are established, so it's, it's not like some... I, I, I would assume that they would put together something that, it's, that is at least 
well put together. Right. Because they're they're all very known, very financed, and it's right. like like I don't maybe not that always is... money traffics with art. I mean, actually, I would mostly say the opposite, but they're money traffics with arms deals. You know, uh, that's true. Actually, but I I I. I think in another situation, like, there could have been a festival of, like, things that are not as known, but that's not what this was. No, and it could... I don't think that can happen at a, a big... Uh, Ballet company? No, I don't think that it can, can happen. It just hasn't. Right. Is this an annual thing? Or is no, this it is, was their no. first. Okay. They've done it in the past yeah. where there was, like, ten. Like, every time he does it, like, every several years, they try to make it bigger. Yeah. So, the biggest one they've had in the past was ten, a festival of ten new works, and this was twelve new works. I mean, the insane. thing that it's is, the thing that, I mean, and this is always, this always comes up in terms of ballet and then uptown, downtown, and inter- I think those who go, I mean, so many people from the contemporary, more experimental spectrum uh, might not know Moves by Robbins, which is, I feel I want to always talk about that when it gets to it, because that is, I, it's like, well, there it is, and it's perfect if you want to deconstruct Balanchine and Cunningham. But uh, it goes the other way. I mean, if you're in a if you're in the ballet world and you're going from ten to six, and then you have to perform all the time, or you're running that organization, what can you go see? Mm-hmm. And so I think I do think that there perhaps was. I remember when I saw Janet Panetta one day, and I she was like, "What are you doing here?" And I was working with Dave. I was David and I were experimenting with, "Are we going to make something mm-hmm. together?" And I said, "Oh, I'm, well, I'm I'm working with." David and Hallberg. we're looking to see if this thing might work and she said you know it used there used to be more crossover we used to we used to go see each other and there was sort of this thing and I think uh, you know this is such old news and something we've talked about on the podcast before because of infrastructures and money or lack thereof and people just having to tunnel vision to get through their life and their form it's I they they miss a lot Mm -hmm. um which is really exciting in terms of our guest who's about to choreograph at New York City Ballet yes so ladies and gentlemen and other we are here with (laughs) Kyle Kyle Abraham who we've known (laughs) for we've never done it like that we we really haven't but (laughs) But we've known Kyle longer since I was 17 yeah my roommate (laughs) <laughs> but I met Kyle, and I met Kyle when you were dancing for him. And then we went yeah. to a diner, actually, by Carnegie yes. Hall. And it was, it you were just beginning. You were <gasps> well, really in the, that's in the beginning I was thinking about that today, because... I walked by it recently when I was seeing the Graham Company, uh-huh. and I said, I sat in a booth with there with, in there with Kyle Abraham. Oh. <laughs> and this was before, because you and I were Instagramming a little bit, yes. and then... I, and then that was like a few weeks ago and oh. you're here oh, but I had a really fond memory of that dinner oh. because well, I remember what is this near city center yeah uh-huh yeah we were at a diner there you were there <laughs> Had you, is that where you've done your show have you done a showing at city center is that um, where we went there I, I and when was it was it, it? Was like 2007 it was a fall for dance fall it was for fall for dance, dance. yeah the street was like you didn't hear the audience applauding for you and I'm like I was in a daze. <laughs> they loved it. But wait, I met Kyle in 1998, uh-huh. and then we went wow. to college together for a year and a half, and then yes. I dropped out. To a purchase? Yeah, we were uh-huh. roommates my mm-hmm. second year, because Kyle brought me into the 
the like best place to live on campus was the old yes. apartments, but you had to be invited in by whoever else was living in there. Jason's too. And Kyle was like standing outside with a cigarette holder, <laughs> being like, Never ladies, you're in, you're out. Totally. <laughs> I was sort of the matriarch of this apartment at that point. Fierce, and fierce. So I met Kyle when he was a junior, and then his senior year, he had control of this apartment with his friend yes. Brett, who's a famous Pilates teacher that Brett who? knows Howard. Brett Howard. That sounds so familiar, but maybe I He's know. He's on the cover of Pilates with Anula. Oh, are they always in the videos together? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, so wonderful. they brought myself and Colin Stilwell mm-hmm. into this apartment. Shalimar and, yeah. and yeah. Will into yes. this apartment. Which Will? Will Cradell. Uh, yeah, Will Cradell. Who's Prince Cradell's brother. Yes. Oh, Prince from Juilliard. Uh, he didn't go to Juilliard. No, he went he from LaGuardia. He went into Lyons. Oh, there's another Oh, no, he went to Ailey, too. Juilliard. Anyhow, yeah. okay. But I do know that Prince, too. Yeah. Oh, right. There's what you're talking about. Um, but anyway, so I lived in this apartment with them, and then, and Kyle asked me to be in his senior project, which I was like, wow, because, like, no. You were in all my pieces, I felt like, at school. Like, all my little studies I'd get to do in class. Because you saw her feet, and you were like, wait, no. she is, like, for real. I mean, I mean it's funny, when I got to purchase, I was really, like, for a while, I felt like really an unknown entity. Like, there were kids in my class that are always, like, they were seen very quickly mm-hmm. by like seniors or people coming in to make dances. And mm-hmm. I think when I got there, people were probably just like, oh, he's a ballerina and like mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. which I was, I mean. I mean, <laughs> I mean, don't get it twisted. <laughs> it was really like, I can take my leg and schwack. And you were giving like Sylvie Guillaume at 17. No, that's not true. But <laughs> I don't know, I can't at any rate, it took a while. Like, like other kids were, were like, be in my project, be in my project. And I was like, I'll be in your project. And then eventually like Kyle asked me to be in a project. And I was like, I'm amazing. Because <laughs> 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 Kyle was like the choreography star purchase yeah. at that point. Oh, yeah. that. He was one of the I'm only sure. kids doing like the choreography track, which is sort of like rare. Yeah. Do you have to be like, do you have to be accepted into that track or like ask? I think to so, it? but you know, I actually didn't really do it. I just was doing all the assignments. I was like, yeah, what's everybody doing? Let me just keep making making yeah. stuff all the time. Was Neil Greenberg a mentor for you? Yeah, he was there? also my comp teacher for, my choreography teacher for two years. Yeah. yeah, but he's, I mean, I love Neil. Yeah. I love Kyle so and I also shared the role of Harlequin Doll. Yes. <laughs> I was like, voguing. <laughs> I mean, we did it differently. Yeah. I mean, I, like, picturing it, I'm really like, I'm like, different strengths, different strengths. Yeah, yeah. I'm really like, it's different feet, different, yeah, different yeah, biscuit like, like, a different, it's a different thing. But I, I gag, and I'd love to see it now. For sure. I know, honey. I literally, yesterday, while talking about you, was like, I think I described you as a doll. I don't remember why we were talking with Parker about something and I was like well he's you know it's like a doll I was just I don't have very much stop in my body which is not great for doll dancing you know what Uh, I mean mm because usually dolls look like kind of robotic Uh, and I don't have that but Kyle does Kyle has flow and stop well I was trying to channel my inner Missy Elliott I was doing like some in the rain like lots of like pretending like I was hydraulic I mean (laughs) because also what year was that (laughs) then it was the year of the rain. Super it was not, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's also. Oh my god. You guys. When did Pussy and My Crack come out? Um, two thousand. No, no, that's Kaya. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe that's later though. That's Kaya. Yeah. I was talking to Why? Francis Chan about my that. Song knit, in San Francisco. My bet. Yeah, that's, that's Kaya. Kaya. That's her oh. only hit. Wow. I really. 
Oh, but it was because but get your freak on. Yeah, that's the later messy. album. That's messy. That yeah. And it was the reason. It's because I'd go to this club and they would like play those back to back, and almost every time. So I, that's just why. Because oh, so I didn't yeah, know like two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. This is when I was like going to like the Slide and the Marquee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever went to no. were you in New York at that point. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, I'm gonna work, and I, I was like, I'm going out. Okay. Timeline questions that relate yeah, yeah, back yeah. to like that dinner at the Carnegie Diner, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So after college. You came to New York and started, and how long was it before you went into the master's program at NYU? Four. Four years, years yeah. And what happened in that time? Were you dancing for Lots. Um, yeah, well, so after college, I went back to Pittsburgh for the summer to like, figure out what I was going to do, and I winded up coming... You're from Pittsburgh, but... Born and raised. Everybody. Which yeah. is where my friend Jamie Devine met you. Amazing. Do you remember Jamie Devine? Oh, I'm sure remembers you. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He remembers you. Okay. And we were at. I don't think we got time. freaky. I'm. Did I? I'm classy but lady. I took Jamie to something that you guys were at. You'll know. I'll show you a photo okay. of him later because you guys also just talked like a few years ago at something. Oh, okay. But Maybe. you know, this is one of those things where you get to say, you know what? I meet so many people. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's what you get to say, Kyle. You're at that place in your life now where you get to start saying that. No, my goal is to be like David Dorfman and just always remember everybody's name. <gasps> well, he yes, really? he does. Yes, he wow, does. Wow, that's a gift. Yeah. I wish I had that. Sometimes I. I'm shocked at how little facial recognition I have. <laughs> That's true. I remember everyone's face, nary a name, and you don't remember either. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. Come up to me and I will, I will like do a whole. I'll spend five minutes just mm-hmm. asking them sort of unrelated questions to try to get clues. Uh-huh. Be like, it's so good to see you. How have you been? And, like, they're, and they're like, great. How have you been, Reed Bartleme? And, and you're like, like oh. I was like, where were you this summer? You know, like, yeah. just anything. Yeah. And they were like, you know, um, Paris, where we met. And you're like, oh. Like, are, are you still living in the same place? You know, things. Yeah, just around the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. But anyway, I'm for Zodiac for some weird reason, yeah. and I'm not even all into that stuff. What sign are you? Leo. <gasps> I was going to guess it. Oh, were you? Oh, I really you? was. So I was going to guess it. Okay. Yeah, during those four years. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> those four years <laughs> you were in Pittsburgh. We're all ADD people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, was in, I went to Pittsburgh for like two years, then I moved to London. Then what did you do in London? I tried to be a singer for a little bit. <gasps> yeah, Wait, okay, but life. why London? Wild. Nobody knew me. So I could go and fail and nobody would know. <laughs> Wait, did you know anyone in London or did you just yeah, go there? My best friend Kriya moved there. Okay. She was Kriya, there. She was amazing. She was amazing. She's so an amazing. amazing dancer yeah. from Purchase College. And yeah. so she moved to London for yeah. what? For a man. Oh, okay, yeah. work. Does she yeah. still live there? No, she's now in the Bay. Oh, I was going to be like, oh, she had like that good health care. But- oh, I know. Right? Well, she has dual citizenship, but... Okay. um. No, yeah, I, I moved there. I'd always, so that was part of my thing when I was, um, when I finished Purchase, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if I was going to dance because I wanted to be a choreographer and not a dancer. Right. And I was thinking about like making music and like making like beats and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I was going to move to England because I was thinking like, that's like the trip hop era, like Portishead, right. and Tricky, and Ronnie oh Sires, who I thought was going to be my husband. Yeah, and Massive Attack. <laughs> yeah, Massive Attack. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So I wanted to go over there and just kind of like try it out. And so many gay films at that time were like from the UK, not to realize that so many people in the UK at that right. time were so closeted. Right. Um, probably right. still are. But um, yeah, well, it's, you know, the old world. Yeah, it's because you yeah. always have to be like, America's really the teenager of the world. Yeah. I mean, for better and worse. Right. But we're really like, hey, hey, hey. I mean, oh my god, like in this way, she's like, like a, a preteen. I, she's like a preteen nurse. She's like Rhoda in the bad seed, you know. And she's like, she's definitely gonna like use her tap shoes to like slam someone's fingers off a boardwalk so she can get the baseball card. Like, can't you just picture Donald Trump with pigtails being like, I want that pin, you know? Remember Rhoda in the bad seed and then taking your tap shoes to kill him. Burning. She killed everyone. She killed everyone. She, and she even everyone. tried to kill her mother. My God. She Anyhow. She down by lightning. In the oh, I... Oh, God. Take them all. <laughs> so, God, take the wheel and take them all. I mean, Republicans. Like myself. I mean, <laughs> oh. and I'm... And we're clearly the craft. I'm giving <laughs> yeah. you, like, a fierce Feruza Balk moment. Like, eyes, teeth, the whole thing. I am Feruza Balk in Return to Oz and the craft. Am I the one in the craft who's... Robin Tooney or whatever. You're the was. good one yeah. who's like, I don't want to be part of this, <laughs> but also you're the horrible one too. Like you're also the mean girl. The black one? No. Oh, why is the black one the mean one? <laughs> no, the, the, the black one is fierce. No, the, it's Nev Campbell? Nev Campbell. Oh. Like, please remove these scars. Please remove these scars. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would super, and then it would all like just come off. We have to watch that again. No, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so you're in London. You're yeah, like, London. you're you're living your massive attack life. And then, <laughs> oh, Portishead, honey. Yeah, that was good. I was just listening to Third recently. Oh, yeah. That album yeah, that was, was that one song, that crazy Fantastic. Beat. Okay, and then you were like, it's this, this is done, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And I thought about grad school, like, do I want to be back in New York? My experience in New York before was so sketchy. Because I kind of, well, long story short, because this podcast on how long it's going to be. Honey, <laughs> like, people think about when we record this, you think about the MTA. Uh-huh. We can talk for two hours. People are down in that hole, honey. Yes, yeah. yes. They're down there. Um, well, okay, so I got a dance job. I skipped that part of the story. Um, I was dancing, got a, a job dancing with Bill T. Jones is really exciting that was like my dream company but it's that weird thing of like just because you love the company doesn't mean they're going to love you right. um and i got fired but not only did i get fired i got fired the day that i got my apartment <gasps> so like i signed my lease i go to work and they're like can we talk to you for a minute <laughs> and who talked to you bill bill yeah and did he give a reason well i mean i kind of knew I actually was not it's one of those things when someone's breaking up with you and you're like mm. I mean I was gonna break up with you too but it was one of those things where I kind of checked out a little bit uh-huh. like it so the company when I was there wasn't the company that I had kind of like idolized during my college years I think mm-hmm. for that period in 2000 2001 even he was really interested in lines um, this Bonnie is not one for Ponche or all right. of that stuff and I was dancing next to like Catherine Cabine and Stephanie right. Batten Bland. Oh my God, you know? Stephanie. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't do what they do. Right. And I thought when I was there that that wasn't the thing. It was kind of right. like, yeah, you can't do what they do, but what you do is really amazing. Right. And that wasn't how I felt there. Right. And so I was doubting myself and I wasn't really showing what I could do. Yeah. Um, and maybe there was a day or two where I did and then right. I just kind of closed back in. Right. Um, but when he when he let me go or fired me, mm. I was like, you know, now I can tell you how much I love you because 
I felt like if I said it before, it seemed like I was kissing your ass. Right. You just fired me, so I can just tell you that I love right. you and yeah. I adore you, and I just am so grateful for who you are and what you've done. We had such a did. <laughs> we did a one of the, his couch talks for the mm-hmm. show that I just did there, and we talked. I think they only they cut it down to twenty minutes because we had talked for two hours. It was so. I mean, he's amazing. He's a complete pioneer, yeah. and survived oh, wow. it. I mean, it's really, it's something that we'll never know. We have no comprehension of what that would be like. Right. And it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. Um, and when I say it, I'm talking about uh, the AIDS crisis and having literally all of your friends die. Right. And your lover and, and holding him while he does. Anyhow, so you did friends, that. dancers. Every, like, th- every week, just gone. So, so you were fired from that and then you... And then I was just trying to figure it out. I was working like... Random jobs. I while we were in college, I worked at record stores. I worked at the Tower Records on West Fourth Street, yes. and it was there. Gone. Yeah, yeah gone. gone. I worked in trip hop music actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so then I worked at this place, Joe's CDs in Christopher Street. All the crackheads would come and dance in the window because we're playing music by the door, so they're like <laughs> laughing and smiling at themselves and like voguing. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. And you were like, it's all material. Yeah, yeah, like, you were like, sketch, sketch, yeah, sketch, 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 then you were there and yeah and then like Debbie Downer moment like the time that I got fired that was December so it was right before Christmas um and then I go home for Christmas my mother tells me my father was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's (sighs) so I'm like okay maybe I'll go back to Pittsburgh and my friends in Pittsburgh were like oh my god the scene is changing here they're giving a lot of money to the arts and all this stuff so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try that out. So that's what got me to Pittsburgh. Um, I moved back there in the summer. I was in New York from, like, signing my lease through to, like, maybe... It's probably, like, sometime in June because Get Your Freak On, that album yeah. had come out. Um, it's, like, 2000... That's 2001. 2001, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, So Addictive. Yeah. <laughs> was yes. that album? Yes. Um, yeah, so that come out, Lil Mo's Superwoman. Yeah. Um, so like that had all come out, and then I moved back to Pittsburgh for two years, learned how to drive, and worked like five jobs at the same time. Yeah, worked at a sex club at doing housekeeping. housekeeping. <laughs> what does that housekeeping? mean? Like put the rubber gloves on all over your body, and then know, like right? go like with some like Clorox wipes. Well, we had beds in some rooms, yeah, yeah, so you'd yeah. have to like wipe them down and yeah. change the bedding. They weren't just like a vinyl bed. They were vinyl beds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they were totally vinyl yeah. beds. I was, yeah. I was like, I was like, do You're they like, need a I mean, redesign? They like, call me up because I'll tell you what you do in a sex club. You got it. Yeah. Everything vinyl, and um, you got to keep it real dry. Yeah, like, I mean, because it's just got to kill it all. Anyhow, yeah. so you did that. I did that. I worked as a pub um, sub. What do you call it? Substitute teacher in the public schools. Or were you studying for what? Anything? Anything. You have to ask yeah. a teacher. You just got to do it all. Yeah, just whatever. You get that call at whatever, 6, 7 in the morning, you just go. Yeah. Um, I worked at two different clothing stores, which was fun. My friend's store in Pittsburgh, Moda. It's great. And the Andy Warhol Museum as an educator. Wow. Giving tours. Has the Warhol Museum brought you? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. That's actually to how do. I got that job. Because they used to have me come and do solos. Yeah, wow. my friend Ed used to bring me in to like do a solo. There was this great um, series they had called "Without Sanctuary." It was um, about lynch lynching, the uh, history of lynching in the country. So they did like a 
performance series connected to that. So I did mm. that um, one year. And then Andy Bay, they were doing something for Andy Bay, so I came and did a solo for that as well. Um, and then I applied for the job. And what was the job there? An artist educator. Artist educator. Yeah, it's really awesome. They had like, so different people in the education department, like a poet, a painter, um, someone does silkscreen work, yeah. a, print, a printer, um, me as Dan. Didn't, the Warhol, didn't they just move? No. Or is it still just, it's still there? Yeah, it's still in Pittsburgh, but I think they have like, I think they were doing something in New York. I don't really know. Yeah, okay. Anyhow. And then, was this NYU? Then London. Oh, then London. Then San Francisco. And why San Francisco? I was to find myself. Yeah. <laughs> How, I've yeah. never been to San Francisco. I, oh, really? I no. When you there, I was there. And yes. Were there and we That's when I met Drew Jacoby because I watched uh, rehearsal. Yeah. I came to visit you. Heaven. Yeah. And you were like, spectacular. wow, yeah, she's really major. Yeah, she's and Prince was there too. Yeah. Yeah. Look we're at all that. there. Full circle. And then after that moment, Mm-hmm. Were you making dances or dancing around or no. just living? I was living and figuring it out. Yeah. yeah, I worked at like some other random places in San Francisco. I worked at the Apple Store, which wow. was very humbling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's I worked like at a clothing m- store. Mean people in the Apple Store. It's like trying to order an almond latte. But also just like totally distressed people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Terrified, I'm sure. My baby's dying. <laughs> One of my favorite... I can't get my baby off my computer. One of my what? favorite scenes is from, um, from Sex and the City is when Sarah Jessica Parker, her computer crashes mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode and mm-hmm. just has like an unhappy face on it. Mm-hmm. And then so she takes it to Texer mm-hmm. and she gives them her laptop and she's Texer. like, so I need this fixed and uh-huh. he's like okay well it's you had a sad mac or whatever and she's like okay well i need it fixed now and he's like mm, so when was the last time you backed up <laughs> and she looks at him and she just like her mouth gets crooked and she goes mm, i don't do that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> same i have to rewind that over and over because i was like real life it's so real life it is so real life <laughs> Okay, so you're in San Francisco, and then... Yeah, and then I applied to grad school, and I go to NYU. It was a weird thing. It's like the day I go to audition, I had to cancel my first one because I was in a car accident maybe a day or two before. And then I go, and I wind up getting food poisoning the night before, and I'm like, well... I can't cancel again because then it's just going to seem like this diva got so many problems. And you right. auditioned I just went. for the master's program and yeah. it was a dance audition. Uh, yes, it was. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't just be like, well, I guess at that point you didn't have like a body of work. I mean, except <laughs> like, okay, I see. So yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, and partially I think I auditioned for the grad program because I went and auditioned for undergrad and got turned. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, mm, we don't need to see your solo, boo boo, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. But if you would have gone, it would have been like with Neil Beasley and Heather Lang. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. It was, I think and so. And Faye, Phaedra's cool. Yeah, all the kids. Eleanor Bauer, Eleanor Hulian, yeah. did she go to NYU? Anyhow, mm-hmm. okay, so then you did NYU grad and yeah. they were like, you're a star, you're a star, you're a star. No, I, no. Mm-mm. Really? <laughs> no. I had like a nice little, uh, nice package. Oh, but they gave, right. they gave a, friend, a friend of mine like the full scholarship and all that kind of stuff. Right. But again, and your resume like, would have sounded so amazing for a grad school. Like, kind of random. Sex Club, Warhol Museum. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It yeah. sounds real. San Francisco, London. I'd been like, oh, honey, we have to just pay for her to come here. <laughs> if I read that, I'd be like, oh, she's, 
She's had a lot of jobs. You got to pay for so her. So were to you come only here. at that time during master's program? You were just making dances at school and not for anything else. Well, I was trying to get work on the outside, so I do a solo for a festival. Right. Um, I did dance now. I did I um, e moves in Harlem, Harlem stage, and. Um, yeah, uh, Dumbo, Dance Wave. Um, and was this the point where you like started to like have a trajectory where you're like, I think I'm going to make dances. This is actually going to happen. Yeah, I guess so. I think I just wanted to keep doing it. Um, I think it was after school when I realized how broke I was and how hungry I was to keep making dances while I was hungry, too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. couldn't feel afford a, move, um, yeah. uh, a meal, but I was like starving to be making dance. Yeah. And so that's when it's kind of like, oh, shit, this is kind of what I want to be doing. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw the piece that you made that you were in. Well, this is where I get a little confused because, like, when I look at you and your work and your company now, and then I go back to like whatever ten years ago when that was, and I'm like, why? Why was I in a Kyle Abraham piece? You know what I mean? Like, just based on like the quality of the dancers you have now. Work, read. But I guess it was just a moment where you were like, anyone? No. <laughs> read, you were really no. great in that piece. No. Didn't you have to keep your mouth against someone's mouth for a long time? I did. Yeah, that's the Yeah, but see, I've been, Reed knows, I, I drink the Kool Aid. Reed was in like anything I can make it purchase. I'd be like, Reed, can you do this piece? Can you do that piece? <laughs> um, Whose mouth was your mouth on? Nick Dahm. He was an Ailey too at the time. And you guys kept your mouth together while you, I can't remember, I think, I just remember you going down and up. Oh, okay. Is that what happened in it? (laughs) I felt like their mouths were together and I think they went, they were like like being lifted. You see some line. We did a whole dance moment for like three minutes. With keeping your mouths together. My friend Valentine. Yeah. Rochelle Farrell. And did you have a solo in that piece? Probably. It was like, like Cecily in. from Trisha Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Copeland. Where was that? Amber. Stella Adler Studio. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I just remember, it's one of those things where I'm like, what space is that that I was in? And then Michelle and I had something out of Stella Adler, oh. too. Where, it's, But you, after you leave, you're like, where was I? Nicole Manorino mm-hmm. was in it. Nicole Manorino. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's That's so on Quaib. She's, she's really amazing. Yeah. She's and then we did level. a tour to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and we stayed at the Manor. I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god, that place! And you were reading the artist's way. <laughs> oh wow! I I'm, yes, yeah, and yeah. you were fully like, "Here it goes. It's gonna change." Yeah, it did. Um, okay, good. and then the next, and then the next time that I really I remember seeing the next piece that you were not in was at Dance Space. Hmm. Oh, the radio that show, Judy. Yes, Judy Hussey Taylor. Yeah, her. and then that and then that piece was remounted, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we did it a couple of times. I mean, I feel that piece gaggle. was a really big piece for you. Yeah, it did. It was. It changed my life, really. Yeah, the radio show. Yeah, we winded up like it's like you get grants and funding that you didn't even know you could apply for apply for because it's yeah. like nomination oh, applications wow. and all that. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah. nice. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was really Touring. incredible. And, and then, then what piece came after that? Live, The Realist MC, which we did at the kitchen in 2011. Oh. And who was dancing in that one? Uh, the original cast of Live is, was, I should say, um, Shiro Tang. Yeah. Um, love her with da- um, Doug Vroom. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. Come on, Abraham. Um, it was just her. Everybody else, thank you. Thank no, you so much. Um, I meet so many people. Shalvar <laughs> <laughs> Montero. Yes. Ben Ailey. Um, yes. Malik Washington, who gets yes. for Camille now. Yes. Um there who are the other women? There are th- th- 
three was other Amber women. still dancing? No, you? that's why I'm like mm-hmm. having this weird block. Cause did she have to her baby at that time? time? First baby? She did, yeah. Amber and Mo both had their first baby. Oh, in, like, Mo, a she apart. was also in those other shows. And is this... Yeah. But this was all pre-company for you. Elise this Morris. was still project-based. No, no, we're based. company. We're company. Yeah. You were a company yeah. at that point? You were... Abraham in motion was... Emotion. We were emotion. Like, <laughs> meaning, and when I'm going to ask about a company model, yeah, like, yeah. is like where you're like, you'll work for these many weeks out of the year, and this is your health benefit package, and right. these are your things. It, was your company assembled in that way? No, but I don't think most companies even are. I think like by so the radio show stipend. They were everybody's getting a stipend. Mm-hmm. Then by Lively Wills MC, it was hourly and like performance fee mm-hmm. and then pavement still hourly and performance fee and then after pavement is when we get to salaries and then right. after the new york live art stuff then we get health care right so wow. yeah i'm still trying to like wrap my head around all the women in live rules mc elise morris was in that rochelle raffalides was in that um, who's now with um, LA Dance Project? She's like oh, yeah. dance goddess. Yeah. Um, and there's one other woman, Elise Shaw, Rena Preston Butler. Rena, who's in Hubbard Street, but danced for Bill for years after oh. she left the Ang side. I don't know her. Oh, really? Yeah, Rena, Rena is. She's a dance goddess and just a goddess in general. Kyle, I still is. I can't believe I danced for you. I feel really like whenever I remember that, I'm like, what? <laughs> you did. But you really did. Like, you've danced for, you know, you've danced for, and and Shenway has a MacArthur, too. I only danced for MacArthur Geniuses. How did you feel when you got the MacArthur, Kyle? Let's cut right to that. Did you cry? I did cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that work? They just call you on the phone and you don't know anything about it beforehand. Not a damn You don't hear a whisper. Mm -mm. No, I feel like maybe somebody made some kind of comment, but I didn't know what it was. And I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to put these thoughts in yeah. my head I just right. I have to keep going yeah. Yeah. yeah and I had actually just maybe like a day or two before gotten a um, a letter in the mail about being nominated for a, for a big award um, which I didn't get but whatever which um, one was it I don't see was it the Alpert maybe okay, yeah. <laughs> because honey let me tell you what because I just also just didn't get the Alpert uh, but I was on my first round of that but when I got the letter I was like oh my god right? but when so I got called for the FCA I cried like I was uh, like what? Because it's when you apply for a lot of grants and then you get a grant you didn't even know you were up for. Right. I mean, it's a real like, <laughs> I'm okay. You're, you know, yeah. whatever. You're yeah, like, yeah. You're like, I'm not a piece of shit. You know, or whatever. It's like, really... I didn't have that with MacArthur. MacArthur, I was really like, I don't think I'm worthy. And right. I was thinking about, well, you know, whatever, again, Debbie Downer. I was thinking about my father who wasn't there to see that I was going to be okay for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I just was really Has sad Has your father passed? That. Yeah, he passed in 2011. And is um, your mother still alive? No, she passed in McCarthy? 2016. That's right, yeah. because that, I remember that from your program, no doubt. Oh, yeah, from Dearest Town. Both of my parents are also dead. It's uh, a real... Like, it's a, people said it's like a club. I don't remember well, so the weird. death of the mother, that's a real... That's a that's an extreme one. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, that one's a real. That was a real peeling of the sky for sure. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, well, bestie. Let's... Um, is do you in my imagination like a MacArthur Genius Grant is like an extraordinary blessing, but also a curse in that like it's so known. Right. So like, I can only imagine the kind of like 
how reached out to you become. Like, I'm sure everybody's um, like, you have a MacArthur Genius Grant. I want to talk to you. I want to be involved with you. Oh. No, that'd be nice. Oh, really? <laughs> no, maybe for some folks. I, see, I mean, I think it also depends on, like, what you do. You know, like, Michelle, I think, like, A, she's just brilliant in the bee's knees. Um, Michelle Dorrance. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Dorrance. Um, but I think, like, yeah, I, I saw that happening with her. Where, like, it's, like, you know, she's everywhere in, in a wonderful way. And I think... Yeah, I you know I had great a lot of great opportunities you know being on like MSNBC and talking about like I remember that. food stamps you know which is kind of weird being like this black person I'm like okay well I'm really happy that I have this award um, but why is the probably gonna be talking about food stamps but it's good because I you know I think it was really important as important conversation um, to be having right um, I don't remember. They asked you about food stamps? Yeah, it's because... I think what I saw was whatever you had posted on Facebook. So okay. I, I probably saw like a clip where you were like, I'm really happy. And then I just like went on, but I didn't yeah. see the full interview. So they asked you about food stamps. Yeah, it was about... It was, that, it was a woman, stamps. wasn't it? Interview? Um, no, it's the Chris Hayes, Chris Hayes show. You were on another... You were on something else then. Oh, I yeah. I was on... Um, like Good Morning America, maybe, or something. Katie Couric. Okay, yes, Katie honey. Couric. Yes, honey. Yes. That is it. That's where it is. Yeah, and like Katie MSNBC, Couric. Katie Couric, you know, yeah. interviewed. Yes. Okay, so... Beats? You had the beats? I mean, <laughs> it's really good. Oh, so good. And that was... And when was MacArthur? 2013. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it was good. But wait, what was the food stamp thing with Chris? So I think kind of hot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I like I'd be like, okay, you can kiss me on my mouth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) DM me, Chris Hayes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, it was. I think it was just talking about my experience was like because I was on food stamps at a certain period in my career like getting a lot of accolades and then then of course I went off of them when I was able to support myself but they were do you really know how helpful. many artists I know who have been I mean I, I thank God for Medicaid that saved yeah. my life like yeah. when I was through 2000 when I started turning down acting work to make my work mm. I made I it was rough yeah. for years where it was really scary and to have and I was eligible for food stamps and I just couldn't wrap my mind around doing the yeah. bureaucracy for it and Jay Wegman would be like you have to go on them yes you 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 do not have enough money I we pay taxes for this and I was yeah. like I just I, I couldn't really figure it out I should get food stamps I think every artist should just have them I mean we here's the thing we us. are not in a social we, are not, we don't live in socialism I think the word is intimidating because really you right. get like a debit card. Yeah, you it's just a debit this, card. Nobody knows what you're swiping. They should call it. They should call it like your food card. That's like. I mean, remember, I like Karen Finley, who yeah. really gave. A, I mean, who's who changed this the form of performance in so many ways. I mean, her early work was using food that she got from the food kitchen because mm. she was on food stamps. She wasn't like, eating it. She was using it in art. She, she was. She was. She was, snatched. she was. I mean, she. Well, she was also doing like I'm going to be naked on stage, so it worked. You know, that is when you're like I'm going to use this in performance, not in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't put it in my system. Right. Yeah. 
Make it into a show. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I mean, wearing like if if I'm about to be in another body stocking and it's a real like wow. kale for days. Yeah. Anyhow, so what's that cocktail? Metamucil. Yeah, and big time. Absolutely. <laughs> Coffee, metamucil, and I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, exactly. I've got all my food stamps. Um, it's yeah. I think it's really. I think that it's so, and there's so, I'm not going to call out these artists who I know who have been on them, but so many people who, like, I, who, people listening to this podcast know and go see their work, and they have been on food stamps or are currently on. Mm. And it is, the the pay structure in the States Mm. for... I mean, and this is what's exciting and what we're also getting to, and I really I want to talk about uh, what's going on with City Ballet, but it's like this, this structure is so different if what you are making is outside of a certain wheelhouse. Yeah. And your use of known forms and popular culture forms of dance with dance that is experimental, that's innovative, that's contemporary, that's also coming out of your body and in your own system of movement that you're giving the dancers to do, that, I mean, the way in which I've re- related to that in terms of both the positives and then what I would imagine being the difficulties in terms of curation and grants mm-hmm. is the number of times people have said to me, like, well, is it theater, is it dance? Like, I'm seeing ballet, but I'm also seeing, like, showgirls, but I'm also seeing, like, maybe authentic movement, choreography. Like, I think these different things. And when I've seen that, it's something I've appreciated so much in your work that I can, that I, and I'm so, it's so great that it's been noticed and it's it's had that traction because that'll hopefully set up like some road for you know I always hope that whatever I'm getting is setting up the road for the people coming down the stairs behind me Mm -hmm. but it's like meaning the kids Mm -hmm. but I think that that's it's important to acknowledge I mean that's what's so exciting about the MacArthur with someone like you Mm -hmm. or like Brendan Jacob Jenkins Mm -hmm. who I love I mean or Taylor Mac yeah these like innovators that that's when it's exciting to see yeah. It, it's, but I'm sure it was a huge turn for you. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I'm in a really great place now, like mentally and artistically. I think it, it needed, I think there was definitely some downs in there and the, because of doubt mm-hmm. and because of expectation. Um, but I think, you know, when I get to probably like 2016, so like probably three works past the MacArthur, I get to a place where I'm like, you know, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And I don't really give an F what people think. This yeah. is what this is what's driving me. This is the passion mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be but so big of a of a, a spectacle, so to speak. Uh, there was also a choreographer I remember a choreographer telling me they had gotten a big grant and then the next piece they didn't have it and they said you know it's really hard though because everyone expects your next piece to be bigger than the one before yes they do and I remember (laughs) at that time I'd only made three pieces at that time and I remember thinking I'll make sure to not do it that way right so like after Sham when I had a ton of money to make that we made Nightlight Bright Light where I was going to get half the box office Mm -hmm. and it was like you better know how to go both ways yeah and I think from your experience you have that and yeah. I've seen that where you'll do like, a, you can do a big show, but you can also do a solo. You can yeah. do a solo project. Yeah, which I really, I'm really digging, you know. Um, it's the thing at the Joyce next week. It's, it's next this week? Com- it's, yeah. it's this coming week. Oh, it's this week. May 1st. Yes. And it's just you. No. Oh, no. Oh, cut me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 there's it's, lots, there's lots of work. But also a solo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
How long is the solo? About 25 minutes. I have a question. Yes, Harlan. Uh, when was your first commission for a company outside your own? Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, oh, I know the answer. Hubbard Street. Was it Hubbard Street? No, no. It's actually a company in Pittsburgh in 2001. Oh, Expressions. Ages ago. Yes. It was a company in And what's town. your relationship to doing works like that on dancers who like aren't familiar with you and you kind of yeah. have to teach them how to dance? I definitely you don't have to teach them how to dance. No, but it's about... <laughs> you have to teach them how to do your... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends, right? I think, like, I mean, I don't like to do a lot of commissions in a year because I want to make sure I'm giving time to my company. Mm. Um, and it's just a whole other host of challenges. Um, it's, you know, I think, like, with this, like, City Ballet thing, like, watching company class with them, I'm, like, really looking at energy. I'm like, okay, that person just laughed at themselves. I want yeah. them in the studio with me. Hello, you hi. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. just fun people will make a good thing. Hubbard Street and Alvinelli are like uh-huh. essentially ballet companies in a way. In a way they like take that. ballet class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is this this the first like ballet company? Yeah. This is well. This the thing with also with Hubbard and Ailey is there's other techniques that they're real that they yeah. are doing throughout the day. Right. City ballet is one technique. Yeah, yeah they don't take the shoe off. Are you going to employ the shoe? I have no idea. You should, Kyle. I'm gonna try. I don't. I don't want to be beholden to the box. Right. I want to see a <laughs> Kyle point moment. Okay. I want to see. I want to know what that looks like. I want you to do what you want. Oh, thanks, doll. No, so, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Reed's like, I want to see it on point. I think the I dance mean, is actually called Reed. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, Reed should be in it, by the way. Gala? Yeah. Do you know who your designer is? Um, Are you allowed to say? Uh, I I don't know who it is, but I know that they were. Going for someone who was my first choice, but I actually need to write to them today to say, let's go with one of my other top choices. I had like five top choices okay. and I lo- like love all of their work. So I think we may need to do a little switcheroo. How many weeks do you have? None. Um, I have, I have one. Like, I have five rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're each a half hour long. <laughs> I mean, that's my fear, really, because, yeah. I mean, a lot of the times with some of these commissions, I think this is a great exception to Hubbard, is Hubbard's, like, really legit when they say, of like, okay, you have three weeks to make the dance. You get all day. But right. aren't they, but they also, like, bring you to Chicago. Yeah. Like, this, they're like, well, you live here, so, you know, see you from 5 to 5.30. But I don't live anywhere. I live, I'm a pretty nomadic man. But you're getting an apartment here. Isn't that what you're doing right after this, Maybe. is going and looking at an apartment? I looked at some today. Where? Um, Want to live in Greenpoint? Live by me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That'd be so sweet. It's challenging. It's you like, live here, Kyle, I would become, I would become, like, such a, like, lift and taxi person. Because... Yeah. But y'all take the seven? The I take the, the G, G I to the, G. the E. And because of mm-hmm, my, because I teach at Bard and I need to go to Penn mm-hmm. twice a week. Mm-hmm. I love it because I don't have to get on the L, which is a nightmare. Yeah. Like anything other than that in the morning, I can deal with. Yeah. Um, and it takes me 25 minutes to get to Penn from here. Well, that's pretty It amazing. takes me like 20 minutes to get to Union Square. Like, and I can get on the ferry right there and just go to, like, just go across town for four bucks. So what I like about Greenpoint is people don't want to live here. I love that. I like, (laughs) I really want space. Yeah. Like I'm at, I've lived in New York since 97. 
I need, I really want to be left alone. Yeah. And not, still people are like, oh, Grand Point's weird. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> but I'd love you to live here. It'd be cute. Yeah. I um, know. So where are you looking? Are you looking in the city? You're looking yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really figuring it out. I feel like each year I want to try a different model, like, of, of my teaching at UCLA. Mm-hmm. The first year, I lived in LA all year. Mm-hmm. This past year, I was like, I'm going to do an Airbnb for the, my teaching months and then just mm-hmm. travel around a lot. And then this year, I'm like, okay, let me see what it's like if I have a place maybe in New York and still, of course, do my thing in LA. Are you part-time at UCLA? I kind of, yes. <laughs> I, I teach one quarter out of the year. You teach one quarter out of the I year? Teach the winter quarter. And what does that mean, the winter quarter? We went over this on Instagram. Is it but composition you... that you're teaching? Um, next year, I'll be teaching, yeah, composition and like senior projects. Will you please bring me to UCLA? Yeah. I want to come to LA and I'll teach like a text class. Okay. Yeah, or like film and to dance. We'll yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah, I think you should. Um, my question is. Um, Wait, how many hours do you have a city ballet? Let's get back to that. Get, oh right, I don't know. I'm so I I think it's like three weeks. But the really crazy thing is, um, they don't start rehearsals for this project until like the end of August, and then go to the premiere, which is September twenty seventh. Right. right. But I'm in Europe. Like until September sixth or something. Why? What are you doing? Uh, we're touring live the real SMC. It's back with a vengeance. So we're, we'll be, uh, I think, in Helsinki and then in like Hanover, Germany, doing doing that. Um, and I have to be there for those. I'm not in the show, but I still have to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't always do that. I don't go. People on tour. want to say hi to you. Well, in Europe, they I think I, I'm at this moment. I have to go whenever we do all the tours. It's not like oh boo hoo hoo, but I have to get all those tours. Um, and in the states, I don't do all the tours with the company. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna get a week in May to rehearse with the company. Great. Yeah. So you'll have you'll start. It's just it weird. Up yeah. This. Have you chosen your dancers? Yeah, I have. But can they, you tell us who they are? I can't because I don't know how that all works. That's fine. And I'm they such a rule follower. They, yeah. They okay. won't announce casting until like two weeks before, but, okay. but uh, Kyle can tell us later. I have yeah, an yeah. amazing cast. And what about your music? I have no idea. And how many dancers? I have seven. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's Mostly great. solos and duets, I think this oh, dance great, is going to be. Great, great, great. And they're, it's a pretty ridiculously dope group. What was, the, what was the name of the Fire Island piece that I cautioned for you? Oh, yes. I, the title changes a bunch. Okay. When We Take Flight was one of the when, titles. That piece was when I, it was the first Kyle Abraham piece where I was like, he should make dances on ballet companies. Oh, wow. It was really a ballet. It, yeah, the dance was called a Petit Allegro. Mm-hmm. It was so wonderful. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I was like, this is a ballet. <laughs> Fun. I yeah. can't wait to see it. Who approached you for City 2? Um, Justin message? reached out. Um, you know, I drink that Kool-Aid. I, I'd say that Justin, for people that watch and live in color, Justin is my Miss Jenkins. Can okay. nobody say nothing bad okay. about Justin Peck? Okay. <laughs> I just it. love that man. Yeah. I think he's a brilliant choreographer, good yeah, person. He's really gorgeous. He's tall. gorgeous. He's smart. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. girlfriend is the bee's knees. She? Oh my God. Patricia, Patricia is, is everything. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patricia is so wonderful. Oh. Justin's so wonderful. Oh. Uh, his, he's, he's a really good choreographer and he's, he's a really a great person. Yeah, brilliant. It's, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. You know, it's a real like, it's like, good. 
I don't begrudge him any of any of it. He deserves it all. Yeah. Just like give you him can't more. say nothing bad. That's the thing. You can't be wrong. You can't say nothing bad about that brother. You can't. <laughs> you just can't. You can't. It's really yeah. true. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Um, so then you're doing that, and then do you know what else is coming up for you after that? Yeah, things. I mean, I wish I could say them. Some things I can't say, but we have a lot of touring um, uh-huh. in the fall. I'm starting another piece for the company, like a new evening length piece because I haven't done an evening length in a good while. I guess do you know Dearest where Home was the it? kitchen piece was. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dearest Home. Yeah. Do you know where it's commissioned for? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just beginning it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to make that happen now. I'm like working on. Um, the National Dance Project uh, application, like the next round. And do you write your grants or do you have someone else do it for you? I used to always write every element of them. Uh-huh. Now I write the narrative uh-huh. and then I give it to my team. And Ooh. they they like do the budget stuff that I don't do. Oh, That's good. <laughs> I need to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I my just... team will be like someone who DMs me from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our team is Jacob Tidwell. Yeah. Oh my God. Jacob oh, Tidwell. I love you. Come back. <laughs> Come visit us in the new apartment. I feel like I saw him somewhere randomly. Jacob Tidwell? Yeah, but do not in New York. It? How. Do you know who that is? No, maybe I can use it with a different Jacob that performed yeah. with you. You're thinking of You're thinking of Jacob Slaminski. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. I love he's Jacob. Amazing. Did you see Shamb? How did you, what did you see I in saw... Jacob? Did you see my Showgirls Suddenly Last Summer yes, piece? Indeed. Okay. That was huge. Okay. Yeah, I tried Jacob to get my entire company well. to go and see that after I saw it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Jacob you, is Kyle. a Oh, I can still giggle. It's still my Thank you, Kyle. Jacob Tidwell has been a very generous intern for both of us for okay. the last couple months. But he, but he danced for that. Oh, it's not LA Dance Project, but it's out now. Body traffic. Body traffic. Oh, then I have to know him. He would danced in that, but he's he's younger than us. Yeah, I mean, by like, I mean, honey, it's a real Sunset Boulevard moment over here. Um, it's happening. You know, we're really. Midlife, Jacob. honey. We're in it. He wasn't there when I... I made a piece for them in 20, yeah, like 2013. I don't he think... I think he would have been a... He would have been under 20 at that point. No, so really? Jesus. I can't... I, <laughs> wait, I, I just have to, like... He's like 26. I don't know. We're like, he's 19. Anyhow. <laughs> um, so you're going to be working on the next piece. How does it feel working on... I'm, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm asking this question just as a... As a, a a girl to girl, a queen to queen, a choreo to choreo moment. I'm starting working on a piece that I also don't have a commission spot for, which is generally not how I've worked before. Mm. And I like it. I like envisioning it for where I don't know the space I'm making it in. Yeah, I mean, I think the warp will, it'll solidify. Like, I think, no. like, I, there's no New York venue, but I have a, I have a dream New York venue which is fine because I haven't even been to the studio yet. So, like, mm. if that falls through... What's your dream New York venue? I say, say it here. I say it here so that people... Mm. You'll hear it, but then that curator will DM you. No, I've met they with that. They listen. I've met with that, I've met with that, that uh, curator. So if they don't pick oh. the work, then it's a little shady if this show, the next show you're like... Oh, I got uh, it. Oh, you've <laughs> met with them and already pitched it. Okay, yeah, got yeah. it, got it, got so. it. Um, yeah, hopefully it works. If not, okay. it's not the end of the world. You know, I'm, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. And Jack says, while well, touching Kyle's knee, <laughs> yes. and in most like, yeah, you'll be, be presented. It's fine. It's I'm gonna okay. Happen. I mean, or I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. it's like I've seen being on like the Fresh Tracks panel years ago, and seeing like people who are like, you know what, I can't afford studio space, so I made this piece in my kitchen, yeah. and I was like, that was the best piece, regardless of whether or not that piece wound up getting presented. That was my favorite piece that I saw. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much to that. It's like, 
whatever, if this piece can't be performed in this venue that I hope it is, I'm going to figure it out. And this is the thing after that I think is so so important to to continually remind oneself of as an artist (laughs) as after what what are you laughing at say it as that you made that um the first piece we did together in your like spare room i did yeah (laughs) and then we did it at the new museum and that's how i got my first time like long hair screaming into your door the explorer microphone really yeah and i made it in like a five by five like room in sunset park being like and you know and this is the part where that guy's going to assault me while i do push-ups and you'll sing a song and uh uh-huh, and then yeah. and there you go but that when you there's a thing of there's something especially as you know as we're you too reader in this i would say it's like the, the you know the shed grant thing just came out for the open no, call don't even know what that do you is. know about the shed no okay i gotta wake so up so the shed is it's it's helmed now by the guy i'm blanking on his name right now i've been up since 6 a.m and we moved into this apartment today um, I can't remember. He, he ran the armory. He ran the armory one. And yeah, he's starting it with, and it's a lot of, and you look at the programming, it's a lot of the stuff that was, I mean, it makes sense. He ran the armory. That's who it was. That's who it was. And that's how he's running this thing called the shed. It's an, it's an incredible new performance space. They have a gallery, an outdoor space, a black box theater. It's going to pr- present big, it'll definitely present like Wooster Group and Marina and like Anoni and you know like the the th- yeah. picture of the armory and that's you know um, here in New York and what's going to be happening um, but they're having this thing right now called Open Call mm-hmm. by the time people hear this podcast it'll be too late to apply, the deadline's on May 4th I'm writing some people's uh, letters of, they've been like will you write my letter of I'm like yes and if you get it, it's for emerging artists mm-hmm. and you get <laughs> $10,000. Amazing. Or, I'm sorry, up to $15,000. Amazing. And then you get space on Hudson Yards, Again, which is where the shed is, okay. which is huge. It's like Chelsea-ish area, like mm-hmm. on the river. And then they present you. And I was like, oh, I want to do a show there. And I was like, I'm not emerging. But it's really... I mean, see, that's, the, that's thing. the thing. We're is, all emerging, right? Don't no, you want to keep oh, emerging? Honey, he wants to be, like, stagnant. No, honey, we are mid-career. It's, oh, really? I'm sorry, because with when you've received I certain... emerging. I, I hear you, <laughs> but with the grants you've received, you can't yeah. apply for those things. Right, you can't. Like, if I was on a grant panel and you applied for emerging, I'd be like, someone call this bitch right now. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like... I, we need to go over that she's done the MacArthur, that she tours internationally, that she's at UCLA, not emerging. But I think to keep remind, mm-hmm. but to remember, I think the thing that you're talking about is a more sort of psychological thing of emergence of that yeah. each thing can be new and you you can also make something in your kitchen and make something that's maybe for an audience of five instead right. of 500. And it's also about like how we're actually like, figuring out success like what does that mean how's that qualified in some way yeah like, it doesn't mean you're touring doesn't mean you're getting like bestie awards all that stuff because right. like those things i mean they're great but they don't they don't mean that a, a work is successful or not successful by absolutely any that's and i fully agree i mean it was the pain i felt in wanting to apply for this thing and feeling like it was it didn't make sense for me to apply for it mm. because i thought well i've in terms of grant things I've I haven't gotten a ton and mm. but it was more it was also that I've made 16 full length works yeah so this so is sit your ass down girl do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's the thing it yeah. is that thing of yes but at the same time how do we keep challenging ourselves right and rem- and not 
be under the constraint of I need like my commission's got to start at forty five thousand dollars or I don't know what to do. Right? May I never be in that in that like vice grip? But don't you think there's like this thing that like I mean I'm definitely always trying to come back to and figure out how to make it work. But that that moment of like you know like Dizzy Rascal's first album he made at home like using beats from like video games. Same thing with um, Frank Ocean, like same thing with PJ Harvey. Yeah, I mean I can more. And that's yeah, right. That's like that's like the first thing, and it's like oh my god, this is brilliant. And then like yeah, for some of those folks, their next albums are still amazing. But there's also that weird thing that happens where you get so caught up. Yeah, you get some you get more money, more resources, and sometimes the work gets watered down. It can get real medium. Tim Burton is excellent. Is an excellent example of that. Yeah, and we just talked about this on. Two podcasts ago, I met with this Broadway producer years ago when I'd, I'd done something that was, it was odd. It was the Quan stuff and it was the most sort of audience appealing. And he was like, we should talk about, and then he saw another piece of, he saw all of a sudden, which oh. you saw the piece of selling the summer show girls. And he was like, and we talked about stuff and he's like, well, you know, money walks in and art walks out. So we need, it's like in terms of talking <laughs> about like what is more funded, right? like how are we going to take this thing and make it for more people because that's where more money is and it was a real I'm like my head swung around myself but at the same time I think I'd like made $12,000 that year and Mm -hmm. I was like god I'd love to like (laughs) make more than that right um so when was the last time you were on a plane a plane yeah (laughs) oh geez Louise like a, a week ago where were you going I came here from from Los Angeles California did you watch a movie um did I watch a movie I usually do. These are the important things. <laughs> um, no, I want my my one of my guilty pleasures on the plane is Claws. I don't know if y'all have seen the TV show. Claws. Oh, it's about a nail. It's a nail salon yes. TV show, and it's fierce. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Some drug money. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot going on there. So you mm-hmm. watched it on your iPad? No, on the on the plane. Oh, it was on, available. It's available. Refund first class. class. I only fly Delta. Oh. And you have Delta Miles. Uh, yeah. And then you get to Delta? Go. No, I mean, come on, Delta, hook a brother up. I, mean, yeah, I want to see Kyle's face on a Delta plane. Yeah. And Milk only flies Delta. That's true. Dear Delta, mm-hmm. please, please start flying Kyle and Milk. Please be the yeah. official yeah. airline of queer artists. Yes. yes, oh my God. And what's going on with dance and stuff. That way all three yeah. of us could take in yeah. Delta. Okay. Side I was on JetBlue. They had amazing movies. They had all mm. the movies. I could see that. It was great. I, I watched the new Star Wars. I'm okay. And I, I watched see Downsizing. Yeah. Laura Dern's in every movie, by the way. I oh, love Laura Dern. <laughs> she was, she was Downsizing for Talk about someone minutes. who was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. She had five lines in Downsizing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then she played... Um, Give me my million. <laughs> she played like a purple-haired lieutenant in mm-hmm. Star Wars. And she was Give wearing me like my a Rick six million. Gown. You know, it's really... Everyone amazing. else was wearing like a vest and like yeah. cargo pants. And, and she, she was like, like I'm, I'm in a dress. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, and I wanted to be like the most perfect like fold all the way down my back. It was, uh-huh. yeah. it was all the way down to the floor. Yeah. So I've only she, seen like, one of those Star Wars on the bridge movies. And she was like, shoot it's not them. my thing. No, I saw the one Billy D. Williams, you know, supporting yeah. the brother. Yeah, yeah, I but get that's it. That's the only I one I've it. seen. Is that the tennis thing? Uh, he's no, 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 the Star Wars one. Star Wars. You, the, the one that oh, Billy Williams was with. Yeah. No, got it. it wasn't that old. It's the 80s. Jack. The early 80s. That's the early 80s. Harrison Ford. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, God, my God. You see, we're old. You see, you see, Aesop, please be my donor. You know, just send me all the things. Yeah. Everyone's doing vitamin A treatments right now. Or no, Retin-A. 
Not smart. I had when I was like 11. It's like you put it on your skin and it peels it off, right off layers. Oh. And then you can sun. get skin cancer like that. I'm just yeah, saying, everyone okay. better be doing SPF 50 if they're doing it. Yeah, I'm okay. You just, look amazing. I just eat a lot of bread and it keeps my cheeks chubby, so it makes uh, me look young. <laughs> that is amazing. It's an 80s diet. Wait, why are you so... We're in New York right now, you're doing your show, and then yes. how long are you going to stick around? Well, I'm sticking around for a minute because we're going to start my city ballet. Right. Yeah, and then we go... We're in Paris for most of June. It's <gasps> really exciting. Oh, I'm what? so jealous. And I'm not dancing, so I'm going to be at the club. Wait, <laughs> which piece are you taking to Paris? Live to Little C. Oh, this is the one that's now going around. 2011, yeah. She's made it. Made her Where program. are you doing it in Paris? Um, At Tetra de Vie. Uh-huh. Claire. Wonderful. Yeah. How many shows? Ten. Kyle. That's yeah. amazing, You're Kyle. You're the most famous person we've met. Oh, okay. Aside yeah. from... Is this the, <laughs> our most famous... Is, is he our most famous person on the podcast? We've had Pam. Pam's, is she famous? Like, Pam is my she goddess. Is, she is famous, too. I need a Pam. Oh, like, we had Laura. Oh, Laura. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 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 Laura. Big time. Yeah. Man's gone. I mean, yeah. he's been... By the way, I'm just saying, I'm going to say something. Okay. Sorry. This, I'm going to bring it down for one second. I mean, go for it. And I don't... I don't know if Brian Siebert listens to the podcast. He's okay. I feel like, I yeah, I think you were going where I was going in my head. As soon as you and, said you know, I don't know. I know that you, Jack, has a complicated relationship. I don't have a complicated relationship know, with Brian. I have a very I've clear relationship with very, Brian. He's been very kind to me and I <laughs> like him. But he wrote a review of Lars' show, which was his 50th anniversary show at the Joyce. And he essentially critiqued it in a way that was like, I don't care about this. It's fine. He did. And it's like, why are we doing this to like a celebrated artist of the 20th century yeah. and like what does it matter that, like, what was that line i mean i i it was it was ridiculous it was kind of like um something like what you'd expect <laughs> but no surprises and i'm like uh, yeah you expect him to be brilliant because he is so let's just say it was brilliant right like, like we what the hell? To expect from a 75 year old choreographer yeah. who has done so much work that and so much for the dance and, community and yeah. the what he, not only has he done made his own incredible work where he had and worked cross discipline right. uh, from Everywhere from ballet to jazz to Broadway to figure skating. I mean, so in, in all these arenas, but then also opened up so many avenues for young choreographers of that. If he's not a stingy choreographer who's just like, who's just trying to make their own and keep their own right. thing going. It is, it was a sick review. Well, I'm just, I struggle to understand that kind of criticism like, yeah. at certain places in people's careers. It's like doing, like when you do something. Like, you have to consider the source. When you say something terrible yeah. about a really beginning choreographer, you're like, well, don't do that because mm -hmm. like they're just starting. I mean, one of the best things Alistair ever said to me was read everyone's reviews and then you'll understand exactly where they're coming from. And I know exactly where Brian's coming from. Yeah, I mean, he's he said, I mean, whatever, regardless of whether or not people like Dearest Home, it was, it's kind of ridiculous saying that the show was depressing. Yes, it's about loss. Yeah, <laughs> it's about it's, loss and longing. There's what, people I mean, crying what, on yeah, When did you think stage. my taps were coming out, And that's what she was waiting for. Yeah. Because her thing, because, and she doesn't even get a sheep pronoun, because his thing is about getting you in your lane and keeping you there. Yeah, I'm and, like, there's yeah. actually a review he wrote of an artist who I, whatever, I mean, it's weird sometimes to know what you should say or shouldn't say, but a review like years ago, but it was like a, Joyce, a show at Joy Soho, back in Joy Soho days, mm -hmm. and it was talking about, it was one of Brian's reviews where he was talking about how this 
artists kind of like quoted themselves in another piece and how the the power of the the movement in the first piece lost its strength when the movement was kind of reiterated reiterated in a totally different dance and it made me really think about that um in my work and Mm -hmm. when i'm doing like multiple works in a program Mm -hmm. and i really love that that brought that question up for me i mean sometimes i'm purposely quoting myself but i'm aware of how that's perceived i think if a choreographer is not purposefully doing it then that is the place to bring in the critique and to question them and that is what hopefully a journalist slash dramaturg slash someone who would like to help the form see itself would yeah. do. I really dig everybody else over there. I, I yeah. like even when it's like seriously, every time G has reviewed the work, it hasn't been the most favorable review. But usually I'm like, yeah, you're right, girl, you're right. You gave me a pretty mean review for one of my early shows, and I was like, you're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to to say. I've 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 had reviews that have been like. Uh, shredding and I've and I've been able to see where it was coming from yeah. and um, Brian's I have always felt are homophobic okay <laughs> I mean yeah okay so we did that it was yeah. my tea it was my tea <laughs> yeah go for it, it seems actually only right that like cause in, sometimes I'm I'm fearful or like hesitant to like critique things on this show in uh-huh. a way but like to critique criticism seems interesting um, anyhow, we can cut this all out. It's so no, it's, it's so boring. <laughs> um, Kyle, does it seem like the end? It seems. Do we have any Kyle, What I want. Well, what I want to ask Kyle about is what are you looking forward to right now in terms of like this pet? coming. I have no pets. She doesn't have time. Can you imagine? That? I got no man. I got no pet. Um, I'm fine with both of those things not happening. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be alone. Yeah, I dig it. It's fine. I, you know, good friends, good support system. I am... Relationships are everywhere. I mean, are they, though? Yes. I mean, I okay. think we have our friends. <laughs> we have, I mean, we have our friends. We have a partner, or we don't have a partner, or we have a mom, or we don't have well, a we mom. Don't. I mean, I think, <laughs> Yes, that's what I mean. I don't have a mom. Right, but right. there's people... Life goes... The, the matrix of relationships go on. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm definitely... That's the thing. I think I had a big breakthrough this summer, where I was like in this really boohoo state of like moving to LA for love it not working out and like figuring out my life and I was like wait a second I have a job where I can I can be in LA in the winter every year I can come to LA which is a great school yeah it's an amazing place wonderful friends New York is awesome and if I want to spend more time here I can go to Europe, it's close by. I can yeah. go to Pittsburgh, it's close by. I can do yeah. all these great things. Yeah. So I don't got a man. I don't need a man. Spoiled. Huh? Yeah, I'm Very spoiled. spoiled. Yeah. Spoiled. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, life is ridiculously great. Yeah. Um, so I feel really good. But yeah, I mean, things I'm looking forward to, I, as, ex- as kind of like excited and scared about the show next week um, and doing a solo, I'm not just scared about anything really clever, the solo of mine, because that's a new thing for me to be doing of this length and like um, on a stage like this in New York with like a New York audience, which, you know, pretty critical <laughs> for best, better or worse. Yeah. The most critical audience, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think like I'm excited for that to this be This isn't your first Joy season? No, it's my second yeah. full Joy season, but I didn't really get to dance much in that first one. I did this thing that we just put in the program called a prelude, where I just came out the very beginning of the show, not uh-huh. even on the stage, uh-huh. um, and danced like <laughs> I had like a little tiny corner, and I danced for like maybe a minute and a half, 
And then in one of the group pieces, I'd come out and make a cameo for like 30 seconds. How are you feeling inside of your body right now? Uh, my, my chest is burning because of stress. Oh, acid reflux. <laughs> yeah, well, acid reflux. I'm, I'm like, I'm scared. I think the thing I'm most scared about is how I'll deal with um, the reaction or lack of reaction from the solo. Is the, is the material you're making for yourself shifted a lot from the past? Like, No, not, I mean, not necessarily. I think a lot of it is referencing a lot of my past and my history mm. and a lot of shedding and a lot of like honoring my past and the past. Um, and I think it, I think there's some hope there, but it's, it can be a bit of a downer. There's a lot of different stuff in there. There's, there's some surprises in there, especially for people that went to purchase or, or no purchase or something. Like I did. Doll. Yes, you did. Doll. <laughs> you did. You did indeed. <laughs> wow. so. so you're, but I mean, but I think it's good to be anxious for the show. Yeah. I mean, week of show. When I did my show at Nyla for that whole week, I slept mm-hmm. a total of 10 hours. I have not been sleeping. Like I'd got like it's two, terrible. three a night. And yeah. I think it's birth, honey. Like this yeah. is just it. And it's part, it's the joy. It's so good. And something mm-hmm. I love about you, Kyle. And I remember this from that diner was um, your anxiety and your <laughs> depression. And I was yeah, like... it's very true. It's very and, real. And what I loved was that it wasn't... It was neither masked nor was it um, self-pitying. Oh, it was just... Okay. It was just life. Yeah. As well as, like, we laughed. Yeah. It was a mix. It was a... You, I, you weren't... It was... It was... You brought the whole thing. <laughs> and you weren't um, being... Giving a, a mask on something. Oh. And I loved that. Thanks. Yeah. And I think that's... I want art to do something, and I want it to have truth. Yeah. And so you live it, you make it. Well, yeah, I concur. I'm like, that makes me feel some kind of ways. <laughs> good, good. I'm excited to see the show. Yeah, I need I to come see the show. Yeah. I need to come back from Bart. <laughs> you really back because it's yeah, yeah, on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, there's yeah, some yeah, matinees. Yeah. On that Sunday? There's yeah. one next Sunday? Yeah, Grandpa here don't dance on the Sunday, but it's a beautiful show on Sunday, too. No, but I want to see you dance. You have multiple programs. There's a program A and a program B. Oh my God, Big Kyle. Kyle, you have gone to program A, program yes, B. I'm very, very joyous. I'm trying Which to like one is your solo in? Program A. But program A is only three times. When is it? Oh. It's. Uh, May 1st. Uh-huh. Um, that is a Tuesday. Tuesday I am and gone. then Friday uh-huh. night. And then Saturday matinee. Oh, nice. A Saturday matinee. Who doesn't know the matinee? Love then it's like, I saw a dance day done. I'm then you can go have dinner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go to bed early. Okay, cool. Watch Patrick Runway. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, drag race. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. I'll, I'm, I wonder if the Joyce will do like press tickets. You do you think? Right, Aaron Maddox. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron. Well, honey, it's also like then interview Kyle Abraham extensively, okay? Yeah, like interview Kyle Abraham for an hour and twenty three minutes and then you can ask for a press ticket. And if you haven't, then you don't get to. Work. Kyle, I I adore you so much. I adore I'm you. so glad that you came to my new apartment to to, to talk with us and to spend some time with us and I'm really happy Great. for you and your success and your upcoming show Thanks. and I can't I can't wait to see what also happens 
with the kids uptown. Yeah, don't put the pressure on it, brother, folks. Just I am not going to put the pressure on you, but I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, and um, we're gonna we're gonna close now so that Reed and I can ask you who the dancers are. Um, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise wow. we'll just write them ourselves. Um, Reed, do you have anything else you want to say? I love Kyle. Oh, I love you. I, I love know Kyle, Kyle for too. For twenty years. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That I is feel like a kid. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm fifteen, bitch. So. <laughs> I mean, remind you. And I've been thinking lately that, um, even though. I sometimes feel like a kid. I also wish I had little fragments of Prozac that I could just take every now and then. You know what I mean? Just to pick me up. Well, I can just ask for, you know, more a few extras. of whatever I'm on. and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I gave you that bottle of Valtrex. Thank just right out of my cupboard. I was yeah. like, here you go, girl. I can just say that I lost it. Yeah, you just know? like little crumbs. This is also how healthcare can work, Queens. Just so you know. Because you can order a script or call your doctor. You can order it for your friends. If they're no. on like a different kind of healthcare, you know, you just do that. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Share your pills, share your wills for good intentions. We love you, Kylie. Kyle, we love you. 